Blog Talk Radio. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. And now it's time for coverage of the 2016-2017 Rowland Eagles Varsity Basketball Team! tournament uh, in the Rowlett Eagles are sitting where they are right now at a 14-2 and uh, record right now. And that is really huge when you look at where the Eagles have been going. They've been having really good success. You take away from tournaments, Rowlett Eagles haven't lost any games outside of district or within district, whatever the case may be. Only losses, two of them. One of them in the Curtis Caldwell uh, Classic and one in the Allen and then out Holiday Classic, in the Burger Holiday Classic. So that's where it stands as your Eagles are looking into having a great season and doing what they have done so well this year, which is get up and down the court. And when you talk about the Rowlett Eagles, they're also getting a lot of work from a lot of other players. It's not just one or two players out there. It is more than one, more than two. And that is something that I think that the head coach of this basketball team uh, would like to see continue throughout the rest of the year. Of course, I'm talking about Jason Bush. And you've got to like what has been going on with the Eagles and what's go- what they're at as far as their success here early in the season. As if you remember a couple of years ago, the Rowlett Eagles were fighting through some injuries and some battling of the uh, guys that were supposed to be in the lineup all the time. 
Uh, take away from that, since we started doing our coverage of the Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, what has happened is, is if you take away that one year, the Rowlett Eagles have been doing nothing but putting it all on the line each and every week out on the basketball court each and every year. Because even in the year where they had a hard time outside the district, they came in and uh, had a very successful conference uh, district uh, schedule uh, when they got into district. So, that having been said, the Rowlett Eagles, they are on the road. They are taking on the South Garland Colonels, and that is something, this is a basketball team right now, folks, that is... Oh, how do you put it? You know, those thorns in the side teams, that's what South Garland is sometimes to the Rowlett Eagles. Although the Eagles have had much success on this basketball team, they have been able to do what they do each and every week uh, out on the basketball court. Garland, uh, South Garland, they are 7-7. Seven and seven. They're 1-0 and oh in district, so that right there tells you something immediately about this team. You take away from the 7-7 seven and seven because they go into tournaments and things of that sort outside of district. Uh, once they get into district, it is one of those teams that you've got to look out for later on in the season. And whether it's stats or whether it's trying to find out what a certain player does at a certain time will be the huge thing. There's a couple of guys out on this basketball team that you're going to have to keep track of. And one of them is number two. He's a sophomore uh, for this squad. And coming out, Chris Harris, 217 points scored for the Colonels already. Then you also got to take a look at number three, uh, Tyrese Maxley. 306 points scored for this squad. So you got two guys out on this basketball team that has been able to do what they do and be the guys that this team turns to, especially when it's time to get a bucket. Now the rest of the other team are in uh, single or double digits um, scoring. Those are the only two that are in triple digit scoring for the actual uh, uh, team. So the Colonels uh, getting a lot of uh, contribution. There's some other guys that are up there as far as their points are concerned for this basketball team. Another sophomore, Kian Kedrick, 87 points out on the season. And then Robert McFadden, 80 points. So there's four guys right there that are big-time contributors to this team each and every basketball game. So watch out for that as they go in there. And they take on this basketball team. Now, this team is at home. Uh, th this is a very, very small gymnasium. It's a very intimate uh, relationship that the fans have with the teams. And that having been said, it gets very loud in this court. And I love this basketball court. I love this game. This is one of my favorite games of the season. Um, also, another one that I really look forward to is Lake. Lakeview Centennial and, of course, the Saxe Mustangs. But outside the two rivalry games that we see, this is one. And we're going to enjoy this one as your Rowlett Eagles get ready to take on a 7-7 seven and seven basketball team. Now, they're scoring over the average when it comes to scoring per game. They're scoring 62 points a game. Their field goal average is 42%. They are averaging about 27 rebounds and 12 assists, 8 steals, and 4 blocks on the season. Uh, numbers that are very, very good, and they're deceiving when you take a look at the record. 
So this could be a very good game as far as competition is concerned when you take a look at Rowlett and where they are as far as what they're going to do. Now, we're going to do a lot here in the pregame show. We're going to talk a little bit about this basketball team. We're going to talk about the tournaments. We're going to talk about the stats. And then we're going to get you into tonight's tip-off as your Eagles are on the road in South Garland at South Garland High School. So, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, let's take a look at your Rowlett Eagles, where they are and what they're doing as far as stats and things like that. So we'll also take a look at some of the other uh, uh, past players. We talked about some of the past players. This week, we're going to take a look at some other past players here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles taking on the South Garland Colonels. We'll take that quick break, and we'll be back right after this. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-Star HVAC Contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-Star HVAC Contractors serving Relev 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com.
ready for the start. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, it is it's fresh. This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice at your rally at Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848. Or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. And what a great season so far for your Rowlett Eagles. Also, what a great season also for our sponsors, as we've had a total of five extra games as far as basketball is concerned that were not on the schedule. This was supposed to be our first game of the season, but of course... Sonny had the opportunity to get in there and get some of these games called to get his cadence all set for basketball. And so I'm glad for our sponsors. We got you in five extra games so far this season as we move into our regular coverage of the Rowlett Eagles starting today. Your Rowlett Eagles also say whatever you want, having a good season. But the good thing about Rowlett Eagles basketball, we get two games a week, and that is what's really cool. Tuesday and Fridays are the games for your Rowlett Eagles, and that is uh, cool. So tonight, it's the South Garland Colonels. It's one of my favorite games. Uh, we'll be right there courtside. A lot of times we sit up in the stands uh, but they actually now have moved us uh, a little bit closer, at least in this basketball game. Then it's time for the rivalry game on Friday. This game is at Rowlett High School. We expect a big, big-time crowd to happen there. It's the Saxe Mustangs. And then the Tuesday, right after that, I call this a rivalry game. The Rowlett Eagles on the road taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. So, three big games for the Rowlett Eagles to start off in district. And this is a good test going into the season. you got three very, very good quality basketball teams 
for your Rowlett Eagles to take on to start off regular conference. Now, they got the victory, um, uh, a one at the end of the year, where they took on the uh, Neiman Forest Rangers and got a six-point victory, 60-54. to That was the first conference game for the Rowlett Eagles. So they're 1-0 in conference, and they have been doing very, very well. Actually, district. We call it district here on this level here. So 1-0 in their district, and now they get a 1-2-3 punch coming with the Rowlett Eagles schedule uh, that puts some good games up on the board. So let's take a look a little bit about what has happened for your Rowlett Eagles. Now, they finished fifth in the uh, Allen In-N-Out Burger Holiday Classic. Now, fifth place is basically a, um, a consolation bracket winner because the first four are first and second place um, that they, they've they go for. So uh, when there's four teams left, whoever wins it is the champion. Whoever loses the championship game comes in second place. And then the third and fourth place teams battle it out for third and fourth place. The winner gets third and the fourth place. And then the Rowlett Eagles, who got fifth place, finished up the rest of the tournament not losing. So they won basically the consolation bracket, which puts them in fifth place. So, a little bit, let's take a look at that, what happened in that as they started off this tournament in the In-N-Out Burger uh, Classic against Liber uh mark that, let me get it right here, against Highland Park. They got the victory 70-68, to a two-point victory over a very good Highland Park basketball team that brings it in each and every night, and they are a good basketball team but their record doesn't necessarily indicate it, as they are also 7-7 seven and seven, uh, on the schedule. So they got a good victory against them. Then, in this tournament, Pearland, Texas, Dawson, out of Pearland, Texas, comes in with a 13-6 and six record today and had a very good game against the Raleigh Eagles, but the Eagles got up on top on that one as well. Or, mark that, lost that game. 59-53. So, knowing a little bit outside of district, this was a tough game here in the second round where they lost by six. But after that, they came back and they moved into the different bracket. They took on Plano East, a team that they had already taken on earlier this season, and got a 62-46 victory in that game. Well, they got an eight-point victory in the Allen In-N-Out Holiday Burger Classic, 80-72. Then in the Consolation Championship bracket in reality, the Rowlett Eagles got... Uh, a victory against Lone Star out of Frisco and won that game 57-56. to So winning really in reality the consolation bracket were your Rowlett Eagles. So having a good time success, they also won the consolation bracket in the Curtis Caldwell uh, Center uh, Classic that they have each and every year. As they lost actual, mark that, they lost in the championship game against the Allen Eagles. 
Now, the Allen Eagles also won the Allen Holiday Classic. So, obviously, the Allen Eagles are a basketball team that within these districts, obviously, are having a very successful season. They are 16-3 and out on the season, but have won both of the tournaments. So... Really interesting to see where the Rowlett Eagles are and compared to other teams that are outside this district and just having so far this season, I, I will say, a complete and utter success season right now as you take a look at it. 14-2 and two is nothing to stake a, uh, you know, shake a stick at, regardless really in reality whoever you're playing. I mean, 16 games out on the season, you only lost two. That's really good. All right. In the rankings for the state of Texas, they're ranked 21st. Nationally, 123rd. Now, you also got to remember, not everybody reports to max preps, but a lot of them do. And they keep updating and keep getting stats and everything. So it's a really good number to look at as far as Yaska. Look at schools that are over in Kentucky, Indiana, Tennessee, all those over in that area that are kind of known for basketball. And your Rowlett Eagles ranked 123rd nationally. Those are good numbers to take a look at and something to build on as well as they go through the rest of this season. Now, the Rowlett Eagles, we don't promise the actual playoffs in this as far as our sponsors are concerned or even just for the broadcast games because of our uh, commitment to indoor football. So, that having been said, we're going to bring you all these games that are within the regular season. And if there's an opportunity to where we can bring you playoff games here for the Rowlett Eagles, depending on our schedule, we will do it. I just want everybody completely ready and uh, willing and understanding on what we're doing here. As we don't promise the playoffs, but if we can get them, of course, we're going to bring them. So, a real successful season so far. And I think Jason Bush has really been able to handle what has been going on in this season so far with really uh, – he's always been a classy dude, okay? And he just continues it. And trying to find success, trying to find the right makeup – to put out on the basketball court, depending on the situation. He is a very good situation basketball coach. He will bring in players that need to come in in certain situations without hesitation. And sometimes when you're a coach, you, you, you like your guys that are in there. And, but to bring in a specialty guy who is cold in reality, he depends on them to be ready to go and ready to be warm. And the Eagles have been able to do that all season long. As we'll go over the stats you'll see what I'm talking about and of course you know when you look at the stats here for the Rowland Eagles you got some guys that are making some big impact as starters and then obviously coming off of the bench and that's what I'm talking about but when you look at the Rowland Eagles and we're just going to take a look at the team on what they are doing nationally compared to other teams across this country 67.3 points a game for your Rowlett Eagles. Okay, folks, the national average is 59. So they are actually kind of blowing that number out, obviously, by 8 points a game, which is very nice. The Eagles are shooting 44% from the field. The national average is 42. So they're ahead in that average. The Eagles... 
rebounds, 26.6. The average is 26.8. So they're right there duking out on the rebounds. The national average for assists is 9.9, and that's exactly where your Rowlett Eagles are. Your Eagles in steals, 8.4 steals a game. National average is 8.3, so they're right there. But the one that they're hugely big on, four block shots a game. The national average is 2.8, and it's coming from one guy. A lot of blocks happening out on the basketball court for one guy. But it's not necessarily the fact that he has them. It's the timing of them when they've happened. 34 block shots for... Your junior, number 21, Devin Mitchell, having a phenomenal season when it comes to block shots. Brayden Bell has 12 as well. So between the two of them, they have 46 block shots on the season. And from your two big guys, you, you really can't ask for more than that. As far as where they are in the season, as far as getting their hands in the guys' faces and making it very hard for other players to make a shot. So, that having been said, looking really good on the national average stats out there that are there. Now, that having been said, we have been talking about a lot of guys that have been able to move on and have very, very good success in college basketball. Now, we, we talked a little bit about two guys, Nathan Hawkins, who is over at the UT Arlington playing for the Mustangs, and also Jason Carroll, who's having a very, very good season for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. So, I love what we got going on over there. But... There was a young guy that was part of that same game, that same season. And I'm talking about Austin Luke. Austin Luke was the leader of this team when he was out there. He was the one that was in control of the ball as he brought it up the court and was responsible for dishing the ball. And uh, he went ahead and moved on to uh, the Belmont Bruins. And so far, as having a pretty good season this year, as he is averaging 8.2 points a game. Now, granted, there are other guys that are averaging more, but right now he's fourth on the squad in scoring. He's started all 11 games this season, and he has been putting in about 29 minutes a game, which is also best for, uh, but only third in, at minutes on the team. So he is definitely a guy that they depend upon doing what he does. He is serving 33.3% from three-point land as he's 19 of 57. And at the free throw line, he is 11 of 14, shooting 78% from the line. So, three offensive rebounds, 29 defensive rebounds for a total of 32 um, as far as that is concerned. Also, steals. He leads the team in steals with 16 steals out on the season. However, he does lead the team in turnovers with 35, but he also handles the ball a lot. 
So when you look at that, that you, you go, wow, that, that's a lot of turnovers in a matter of 11 games. Well, it's only 3.2 a game. So, um, and as a guy who handles the ball a lot, it's just the timing of those. Hopefully they're not happening in, in critical moments for Austin Luke as he, say whatever you want. This is a young cat that was a big-time leader, found the open man, whether it was Nathan Hawkins, who, by the way, was a bad, 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 and I mean bad in good way, three-point shooter. Um, so finding Nathan Hawkins and also Jeffrey Carroll up underneath the basket was his job when he was uh, with the Rowlett Eagles and Stan Blackman. So these guys having some success outside of what's going on, obviously looking at what Nathan Hawkins is doing, he's beginning to get more minutes over at the University of Texas, Arlington, and Jeffrey Carroll just slowly moved up into the starting lineups now for the Oklahoma State uh, Cowboys. And I expect to see the Cowboys in the big tournament at the end of the year here in March. So just in a couple of months, we'll be talking about hopefully the um, Oakland or Mark that Oklahoma State Cowboys uh, in the big dance over there. So um, we'll also keep our eye out on Belmont and see how they're doing, and of course the University of Texas Arlington see where they're going. So there's the NIT tournaments as well. We'll keep track of that. So that's one of our flashback moments on some of the players that have been here at Rowlett High School. We got one more here in this pregame show. We'll take a look at what's going on with Michael Kalawali, who made his way up to Illinois State. Talked a little bit about that with Coach on our last pregame show. Um, and I'm actually going to go ahead and bring that pregame show uh, interview with Coach here a little bit later on in the program. We'll actually end our pregame show with that interview. In case we go over, we'll have Coach talking a little bit more. Um, and this was an interview that we had a couple weeks ago. But still talking about relevant things as far as that is concerned, so it won't get outside the realm of of uh, uh, relevancy anyway. I'm also going to bring in Coach here next week um, as they take on the rival game. Hopefully, I'm trying to get him in before Friday before the rivalry game, but definitely before the Lakeview Centennial game. We'll probably try to get that interview done no later than Monday so we can have it up in the pregame show as your Rowlett Eagles are on the road to take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots on Tuesday. That having been said, that's where we are as far as the Rowlett Eagles are concerned. So we're going to do this. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll take a look at the individual stats for your Rowlett Eagles as they go in on the road to take on the South Garland Colonels live on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. I'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks amazingly fast. Scooter's only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty, the Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooter's, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich velvety caramel gem. So make sure you check out Scooter's Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive through so you can get onto your business real quick. 
at Scooter's Coffee, located in Rowlett. selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059 or visit him on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com that's Brian with a Y, not Nye Chadwick, dot jphomesforsale.com. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special. Two weeks in a free uniform for $19.99. That's right, $19.99 gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. That's 972-463-8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done, residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having, so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price, and good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show in the pregame show. Your Rowlett Eagles as they're taking on the always tough, always pestering, always the thorn in the side. That are the South Garland Colonels. 
as we've been covering, this is now our ninth game that we're going to call, um, and every single one of these games, at least in the past, have been one of those games where you go into it and go, oh man, this team again? Look what this team does to us all the time. And and when you're the Rowlett Eagles, um, you got to take a look at that and you got to make a decision. you got to make a decision how you're going to play this game, what you got to do in order to win. And that's going to be the huge thing. So uh, a little bit of programming here for your Rowlett Eagles as they have South Garland tonight on Friday at Rowlett High School. I don't want any excuses, by the way. I'm just a little bit sick of the fact that this basketball team doesn't have a big crowd out there. Hopefully, now that we're really into the fourth gear, actually third gear, of the high school basketball season, we'll start beginning to get the crowds out at Raleigh High School, and this is one of them. It's the rivalry game. It is the game that you look at and go, watch out, this one could be good. And I'm talking about your Raleigh Eagles taking on the Saxe Mustangs at home. Now, we get this game a lot when we go over to Saxe, and they're always full, so hopefully there's no excuses that we don't fill up that gymnasium there and bring you the coverage of the Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team getting a victory. That's what I want. That's what I think we can get. So, no excuses. I know football season's over, but come on, guys. These are kids that work just as hard, okay, and to be good at what they do, and they are pretty darn good. So, get your butts out there. The games are an hour and a half. Get out there, check it out. You might just find out that you got a love for our varsity basketball right here in your own home city of Rowlett, Texas. So don't forget about that. So, Saxy Mustangs on Friday. Then, one week from tonight, your Rowlett Eagles taking on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots, and that's always a game. But the Eagles are on the road in that game, so I'd like to see some travel guys out there. It's just right up the way. Right off of Rowlett Road, and just go up the 30 and get off in Bobtown. It's not far. Get out there, come out, support your Rowlett Eagles as they go on throughout the season. These places are close, guys. Get out there, enjoy some high school basketball. So that's what's going on here as far as the future is concerned for the Rowlett Eagles moving forward. That having been said. Let's take a look at some of the regular stats that your Eagles are looking at, and they're having so far a phenomenal season, and you've got to be happy with what you get out on the basketball court from this team. And I say this because you're looking at some guys. We talked about some of the other teams that had maybe one or two players in triple digits for their squad. Well, the Rowlett Eagles have a total of four players that are in triple digits for them going into the season. Joel Murray, Alex Mentor, um, also uh, MJ Barnes, over 100, and Braden Bell, he's over 100. Those four guys, actually, uh, Braden Bell is in the 200s, as well as Joel Murray, who is also in the 200s. So you've got a total of four guys over 100 points out on the basketball court. And folks, just to kind of give you a hint, MJ Barnes isn't a regular starter. He comes up off the bench. So, as the Eagles move forward this season, uh, it will be all about what they can do out on the basketball court, putting the points in. 
Now you got uh, 78 points coming from Devin Mitchell. Um, he is the next one in line after the guys that are in triple digits um, out on the basketball court, and he's a regular starter as well. So look out for that. So I like the, the setup of this team. I like the fact that everybody gets an opportunity to participate in the game. So this is going to be interesting for the Raleigh Eagles as they move forward. Uh, in the season. So let's take a look at those. Uh, the points. Joel Murray, 217 points, 16 points for Aloya. Also, 155 points, Alex Minter, MJ Barnes, 161. 78 points for Devin Mitchell, 6 points for Walker, 68 for Lewis Warren. Uh, Obaniki has 14 points on the season. Uh, as far as the rest of the team, Brayden Bell, 246 points, 61 points for Buck, and Johnson with 44 points for the Rowlett Eagles, and Amaya has 6 points. So, so um, out on the season. Mark that 10 points on the season. So we're giving a lot of good participation and getting the ball into the basket from a lot of players. So that is huge. 41% shooting for Joel Murray, 33% for Loya, Mentor with 50%, 42 for MJ Barnes, as well as Devin Mitchell. 29% for Walker, 35 for Warren, Obaniki with 33, Amaya has 50, uh, 52% for Bell, 59 for Buck, and 42 per, uh, 36% for Johnson out on the basketball court. So the shooting is getting really good uh, for this basketball team. Let's take a look at rebounds because those are always a big number. Your follow-up shots and being able to get the ball uh, on the defensive side of the board. I think defensive rebounds are the biggest ones. Obviously, if you can follow with an offensive board, you've done something. But when you look at the rebounds, Joel Murray with 36 rebounds. 30 of those are defensively. Seven rebounds for Loya, four of them defensively. 24 rebounds for Minter, 17 defensively. 41 total rebounds for Barnes. 23 of those are offensively. So, 105 rebounds for Mitchell. 69 of uh, those are on the defensive side of the board. Uh, MJ Barnes, we talked about um, the 44 rebounds for Lewis Warren. Lewis Warren has 24 offensive, 20 defensively. 12 rebounds for Obaniki. He's splitting them up, six each on uh, each side. 106 for Brayden Bell. 64% of those are, I mean, 64 of those are on the defensive board. 42 on the offensive board, trying to follow a, up his own shots. 33 rebounds for Johnson, 22 of them are defensively for him. Looking at more stats for your Rowlett Eagles as they move on. Uh, the assists, 46 assists for Joel Murray, 27 for Mentor, 12 for Barnes. Out on the season for your Rowlett Eagles, 14 for Mitchell, 19 for Lewis Warren, and 23 for Braden Bell. Blocks, we already talked about, 34 for Devin Mitchell, 12 for Braden Bell. And for the Rowlett Eagles, taking a look at more stats that are out there on the board that we're going to be looking at. Free throw shots are big time when it comes to your Eagles. 83% for Joel Murray out on the basketball court. 64% for Alex Minter. 63 for Barnes. 54% for Mitchell. 57 for Lewis Warren. 67 for Amai. Uh, Bell, 70% from the line. And Buck, 80% from the line. 
70% for Johnson from the line as well. So looking at those stats and where everything is for, I like them. But more stats for your Rowlett Eagles. How about steals? 27 steals for Joel Murray. 32 for Minter, 25 for Barnes, 9 for Mitchell, 17 for Warren, and 15 for Bell, and 5 for Johnson. Those are just to name a few that are on this squad making big-time participate uh, in the stats that are there. There's a lot more stats that we'd like to take a look at. Let's talk about turnovers. Remember, the Eagles have played 16 games out on the season. 39 turnovers for Murray, 31 for Mentor, 12 for Barnes, 18 for Mitchell, 11 for Warren, 26 for Bell, 4 for Buck, and 7 for Johnson out on the Rowlett Eagles. So, personal fouls, again, another, remember, 16 games, so just so that you know, just do the math real quick. Personal fouls, Murray, 39, 26 for Mentor, 20 for Barnes, 34 for Mitchell, 16 for Warren, 27 for Bell, 5 for Buck, and 22 for Johnson for the team. So, I like what we're seeing out on the road for your Rowlett Eagles, doing what they're doing on the court. And you just got to like everything. So, taking a look at a few more stats that are out there. Just want to keep you up there. Uh, for the Eagles, again, they're averaging 67 uh, points per game, uh, 16 defensive rebounds compared to 10 rebounds a game for a total of 26, assists 9.9 per game, and steals 8.4 per game, and their turnovers only 10 a game. So that that is nice. Uh, keeping the turnovers down low, keeping them before 10 is very, very important. Also, uh, fouls per game, only 12.8, so just close to 13 uh, fouls a game. Really, really huge. Shooting for the Rowlett Eagles, they've scored 1,076 points. They have made 119 three-point shots compared to taking 323%. That's an average of 37%. Free throws, they're 159 for 230 as a team shooting 69%. I'm going to tell you, Coach wants that number up. He thinks they probably need to work a little bit more on that and make sure that those numbers are a little bit better out on the basketball uh, court. 44% from the field for your Rowlett Eagles, so that is huge. Also, assist um, for the... Uh, no, mark that. Let's take a jump. Let's go to the assist. 159 assists. Out on the season for the Rowlett Eagles, 134 steals as well as 63 blocks uh, compared to 160 turnovers and 205 fouls. So I like what we are seeing right there. I think the Eagles are primed to do very, very well within their own district and maybe come out district champions. But again, they got the Saxon Mustangs. They got the uh, Lakeview Centennial Patriots uh, in this same district. So let's take a look at the standings so far as far as this the District 10 is concerned. Um, now remember, it's all about district play, all right? So uh, Garland, South Garland, and Rowlett all are 1-0, and 0-1 0, 0 for the rest of the uh, district, except for Lakeview Centennial, who have not played a district game yet. But overall, 
for the Rowlett Eagles. They are 14-2 out on the season, followed by a 9-7 record for the Garland Owls. They're getting better. That's going to be a good time rivalry as they begin to pick up and get better each and every year. Uh, by the way, Lakeview Centennial Patriots, they're 17-3 out on the season, so they have played um, a total of four more games than the Rowlett Eagles. So, just to keep you up on that. The Rowlett Eagles, they've won two in a row. Uh, four in a row loss for Neiman Forest. Uh, so hopefully they can get that turned around for them as they move on in the season. So uh, also looking at more games that are going to be going on today as the Garland Owls take on the Lakeview Centennial Patriots at 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, North Garland take on the Saxe Mustangs at Saxe. And, of course, your Rowlett Eagles taking on South Garland here tonight. That's our games coming up. Games that are coming up, we talked about Rowlett and Saxe on Friday. South Garland has the Neyman Forest Rangers at 730 at Neyman Forest High School. Lakeview Centennial on the road take on the North Garland Raiders on Friday at 730. So those are the games that are coming up this week. So keeping track of everything within the district, that's just what we are doing, and uh, we'll do more of that. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, I'm going to play the interview from Jason Bush from a couple weeks ago because a lot of that stuff is still relevant, and that will take you up until tip time. Now, if it goes over, because now, folks, as we start the new year off, Freshmen start playing, then the junior varsity for the boys, and then the girls varsity basketball team play, and then the Rowlett Eagles. So a total of four games that are going to be going on each and every game for the rest of the season. So keep track of that. So we may go over quite a bit uh, when it comes to... Um, the uh, pregame show because tip time might be a little bit later. I'll let people know where we are as far as that is concerned um, when we start going into the overtime. Tip time uh, is 7.30. Our pregame show started at 6.30, so Jason Bush will take you right up to tip after the break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show and your Rowlett Eagles Radio Network. At Regal and Rustic Estate Sales, let us take the burden out of hosting, staging, and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew. We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales. Contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com.
Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman. Call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's the seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's, where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. We specialize in everything that others don't, such as stained concrete floors, wood spot repairs on doors and floors, stainless steel spot repairs, anti-slip on floors, and more. Want to see what kind of work we do? Check out our Facebook page and you can see the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check him out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors. Proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit nesteggadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. And welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show with me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio here on the pregame show of your Rowlett Eagles. That's coach of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team. It's Jason Bush. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing well, Sonny. How are you? 
I'm doing good. Hey, the only boss, obviously, over in the Kirk's Caldwell Classic Championship game, which I wish I was able to get there to see that, or at least to be able to call it. Uh, but a very good start off for your squad, and you're beginning to gain momentum as you head into the rest of the season. Well, yeah, you know, that that's the key there is, is making sure that we build up momentum for our district run, and, and, and we feel that we've got to – We've got a good basketball team, and if we continue to do all the little things that we preached about in uh, August, September, October, and, and and going into November, that that we'll have a uh, we'll have a good December, January, and February to show for it. And really proud of the work these guys have been doing, and uh, you know the accolades are starting to come uh, as a team, and and so that gets an ex- an excitement in the air, an excitement about practice each day, and and once you get those things rolling. Um, you know, it's hard for the momentum to stop. And so we just want to continue to keep doing those uh, small things every single day uh, that got us to this point. And and you've got a very good setup going on for this basketball team. As I was looking at the years that they are, you got just only, you're only going to lose a few seniors this year. You're a relatively very young basketball squad getting set for the rest of this season and even the next couple of years. Yeah, you're you're right. You know, uh, we're we're very fortunate that our our 2018 class of juniors is a is a strong class, and we knew that when they were eighth graders. And you know, it's 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 one thing to know it as eighth graders, but that it's another thing to be able to produce as sophomores and juniors. And and these guys have done it. But uh, you know, we'll only go as far as our as our senior leadership uh, uh, takes us. And we've got uh, we've got five seniors who do an incredible job for us, and and that will be sorely missed uh, next year. But uh, we feel that we've got everything going in the right direction. Uh, for those uh, juniors and those uh, and, and our one sophomore to be able to uh, right the ship a little bit uh, in the absence of those seniors next year. When I go through the stats in the pregame show, I talk about what uh, each player are doing and how they're how they're progressing throughout the years with, with their stats, with their numbers. And one of the things when I'm looking at the stats and I go through, I just remember back in the day when I played. Yes, believe it or not, old Sonny actually went up and down the hard court. Um, I remember some of the goals during that time when I played. I'm just wondering about the differences between goals from obviously one one generation to another. Uh, but really, the game of basketball is all the same. You want to cut down off on turnovers. You want to be able to uh, make sure that you're able to uh, keep the personal fouls to a bare minimum, obviously, as well. Um, when, when you're looking at it and you look at I know my coach, preach and preach and the charity stripe is probably the most important uh, stat that is in the setup when you're looking at the stats. Uh, what is your approach as far as free throws are concerned? Is there any special thing that you do to help kids learn and be able to shoot and have a better percentage at free throws? Well, you know, free throw work is a is a daily thing for us. It's it's one of those, uh, I don't even think it's a hidden stat. Some coaches call it a hidden stat as in the team that uh, attempts and makes the most free throws is going to win the game. I don't think that's a hidden stat. That's a that's an absolute. Uh, you know, if you're uh, if you're putting it on the floor and you're attacking and you're getting to the rim, more than likely you're probably getting a uh, you know a foul call in there as well. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate in the last couple of years that we've had some uh, really good free throw shooting teams, uh, but we've also been uh, uh, a deep shot team in terms of uh, you know we're able to spread the floor with our three point shooting. And, and, and those guys don't get fouled as much. But, but uh, you know, we, we preach, uh, you know, being able, like I said, being able to put it on the floor and attack the defender. 
Um, and, you know, uh, we've been in a situation where, you know, when we attack it, uh, you know, we've got some guys that can put the pedal to the metal and, and get it to the rim and, and or dump it off to one of our bigger guys, and, and, and they've uh, they've been able to finish for us. Uh, but, you know, as you look up and down our stat sheet, uh, you know, free throws are, are, are very, very key. You know, we'll, we'll value them and we'll value that work each day, uh, you know, just like we value our outside shooting and our, our inside shooting as well as our defensive stops and, and, and as well as our press. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a core... Uh, there's a core uh, set of uh, game goals, set of values that that we try uh, that we try to hit uh, each and every game, and so uh, free throws definitely a uh, big part of that. And when you go up and down the stats, by the way, folks, if you want to know how your Rowland Eagles are doing, thanks to Richard McCrone, the guy that he brings us all the numbers that we are able to bring out, you can get it over on Maps Max Preps. You can just put in Rowland Eagles, and you can go to the numbers. One stat that stands out huge, and um, and you're getting this from uh, Junior, uh, is your block shots. 26 block shots from Devin Mitchell, and you know I remember him last year coming in and just getting his feet wet, getting set. What has been the transition for Devin Mitchell to be such an impact player uh, this year compared to last season? Well, Devin's done an incredible job for us. You know, coming in as a sophomore. Uh, you know, didn't get too much time because he was behind uh, district MVP Oliver Powell, and uh, yeah. uh, he was he was able to take his licks each and every day of practice and and get better. And coming into these next two years for him, uh, I, I think that's going to benefit him because he's a he's a he's a defensive stalwart underneath. Uh, yes, he you know, is. he's a, he, even the, even the shots that he doesn't block, uh, he's able to redirect or he's able to change. Uh, and and have guys maybe take a pause or a double clutch and it doesn't necessarily get a a block stat but uh, you know they end up taking a bad shot and and we've been uh, we've been good on the boarding end and so you know we get that rebound and we go the other way but uh, Devin has uh, improved tremendously in terms of body control it's not easy to block twenty something shots in in ten games uh, yeah. just because uh, you know with without fouling out I don't think there's been a game where Devin has had uh, even four fouls and and that's that's a tremendous uh um that's a tremendous uh, nod of the tip of the hat to to Devin just because he's got so so tremendous body control and and he knows that being 68 uh you know if he if he has his timing right and if he stays on the floor and he plays his position correctly that those blocks are going to come and we're very dependent upon it uh in terms of our press being able to funnel guys in there to a 68 guys is a is a good luxury and then also being able to uh 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 defend in the half court with a little bit more pressure knowing we've got a nice little uh pressure release or escape release uh, if they do happen to beat us, and that Devin uh, yeah, erases a lot of shots, so we're very, very proud of him. And and honestly, I, Sonny, I think he's just scratching the surface on on how good he can be on both ends of the floor. Um, that's what I was looking at as you look at his points, and, and they're not matching obviously his defensive things, but as a role player and what he does, um, and you know, I have a real big game here and there. But the role player, understanding the role uh, of a player when they get in, is that discussed before a game or before the season, or is that just uh, is is that just something you'll just let him go at and figure out as the season goes along? Well, I, I, every single every single coach that uh, is going to be worth his salt is definitely going to communicate to his players what their what their role is, and and the very very good teams have players that immediately accept that role and and flourish in it. And so, uh, you know, we tell our guys all the time, uh, every single person on that roster can help us win a ball game. And so, 
Uh, it's one of those deals about I'm communicating, hey, you know, you can you can do this on the defensive end. This is going to help us. Or, hey, you can do this on the offensive end. That's going to help us. And then everything in between, uh, you know, we've got guys that are that are buying into their role. And 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 Devin is one of those guys. And and like you said, some nights it might not show up on the on the points end of the stat sheet. But uh, if you ask any of the opposing coaches that we played, if number 21 has affected the game, I would uh, I'd venture to say that uh, all of them would be in agreement that he has. And so, uh, you know, he's accepted his role. We've got guys that are that are doing a tremendous job. And like I said, the sooner and more efficiently they accept that role, the better the team is. And so we've got a we've got a good thing going on here. We've still got to get better in every phase, but uh, uh, for the most part, these guys enjoy their roles and they enjoy winning. And that's a that's a combination that you uh, uh, you know that you can't be mad at. You take a look at the season. Take a look at some of the guys that are getting notoriety here, just locally. But really, the notoriety really isn't much more than. A lot of people, uh, more so than just hopefully you'll be able to get a guy recognized by the, the schools that they may be going to next. Is there any certain guys that are getting any looks by any certain colleges right now uh, that we uh, can be aware of? Or is that something that's not announced until a little bit later on? Well, I, I, the, the, there'd be there'd be too many to name if it was just if it was just based on interest. Uh, you know, we've got some some very talented young men both in the you know in the 2017, 2018, and the 2019 class, and and uh, the, the the interest is there uh, from from local universities and local schools, and and then uh, uh, several more national schools. And so, uh, you know, these these guys are able to come and watch practice uh, when when their schedule permits, when their calendar permits. And uh, you know it's hard to it's hard not to come away impressed with with some of these guys here. Uh, you know, without getting into specifics, we, we've got a group of young men who who set a goal when they were younger to play at the next level, and and they're doing everything in their power, and I'm doing everything in my power uh, to be able to get them there. And and I've been pleased with it so far. I'm very very thankful uh, for all three classes this 2017, 2018, 2019 class uh, because. Uh, uh, you know, it's full of workers, and and once you see, uh, once you see guys uh, putting the work in each and every day, uh, that that 2020 class, that 2021 class, uh, th- they see that, and 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 they get excited about the work, and they get excited about the uh, the recognition and the ultimate result. And so we're 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 very very fortunate uh, that uh, that uh, you know schools at the next level have taken notice of our program. Now, rules and regulations, especially, it's one of those big things where you as a coach have to be careful about who's doing what, when they're doing it, why they're doing it. Um, and so how is all that grouped up? Are you a guy that will contact the school that maybe uh, um, uh, one of your players would like to go to, or is that all just genuinely interest coming in uh, outside more so than you actually making a telephone call to uh, make a connection with someone? Well, well, certainly, certainly, I have a role in it, and 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 if it involves uh, 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 talking or or sending an email or sending some video to to a school to to, to grab their attention or or at their request, uh, you know, I certainly have a role in it, and and the player has a role in it as well. Uh, there are certain time periods where coaches are allowed to contact them and their families, and and they can uh, attempt to sell their school or uh, attempt to sell their program about it. So so they have a they have a role in it as well, and so you know when you when you bring those two together, uh, you know you get some things accomplished. You know I've sent I've sent film to coaches uh, that uh, 
that were looking for players. I've sent uh, film to coaches who, who weren't looking for players, and I wanted to give my guy uh, uh, a shot at getting uh, some exposure. And so uh, with, with technology these days, Sonny, it's, it's very, very difficult for those college coaches to not uh, be in contact with players when they're when they're supposed to be, and and to not have game film uh, over the internet, uh, it, it's uh, it's just remarkable how much film uh, goes out left and right to these guys. But uh, I, I think I think winning and having a a traditionally uh, good program, I think that uh, that behooves our guys here as well because the coaches want to want to recruit winners and they want to recruit guys that that have been coached correctly and, and do it the right way. And, and, and I feel that we are, we are doing that here and, and there's nothing that's happened in my first three years that, that has, uh, that has led me to believe otherwise. Now you mentioned do it right. And that, that was in my last interview. I kind of know what you're talking about when it comes to doing it right. Um, but I actually had a couple of people ask me, what does that mean, doing it right, as far as, you know, when you're talking about moving a guy up on. Explain a little bit what you mean by doing it right and how much easier it is dealing with other coaches that do it right. Well, yeah, to, to me, the, the definition, or, or if I'm paraphrasing the term doing it right, uh, creating first thing, creating a work ethic within within the players in your program from top to bottom, from from the freshman kid on the freshman B team all the way to the guy that's considered the uh, the most skilled varsity guy. Uh, creating a work ethic each and every day uh, w- with these guys uh, th- that's that's doing it right. Uh, uh, holding holding kids accountable both in the classroom and on the floor uh, as as academics are a very very high priority for us here. I, I think that's doing it right, and and those are the those are the two things that combine uh, lead to some skill and lead to some success, uh, both on and off the floor, and and it lets uh, you know coaches at the next level know okay this this guy has been held accountable in the classroom for all these grades that he's uh, that he's making, and so the, the transition to the next level can can be somewhat easier because the basketball is going to be harder, no doubt. Uh, a lot a lot of these guys. Uh, the transition for them at the academic level is is what's the most uh, most uh, jarring or surprising. And so, uh, you know, when a coach is doing it right, uh, holding their kids accountable each and every day on the floor and off the floor, and then, like I said, also creating a, a work ethic to where uh, they're just not resting on, on uh, the type of basketball player they are today, but they're seeing in their mind the work it's going to take for them uh, to be uh, the best basketball player they can be. And, and so when I think of the term uh, doing it right, I think of a program that 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 instills both of those characteristics into their uh, into their players, not just varsity guys, but but obviously starting at the at the ninth grade level as well. Um, you know, I, I think I think those are the schools that have the most success. And when you when you breed success, you breed attention. And when you breed attention, uh, you know you've got some you know you've got some higher level universities uh, coming to look at your kids and, and that's a win-win for, for everyone because it, it makes Rowlett high school look good. It makes my administration looks good. Uh, makes my program look good. And then ultimately it makes this young man and his family and all his work look good. So I'm, I'm very, very proud of the way we do things here. Now you had a really good player in, uh, starting back when you, you kind of took over the program, Michael Kalawali made his way up to, I think it was Illinois state. Uh, if you can, or if you know, if you can give us an update on Michael and how his progression is going on. And then, of course, you had a young man make his way on over to LSU in Oliver Powell uh, last season. How are they doing, and do you get the opportunity to speak to them very often? I, I, I do get to chat with them. Uh, those those guys are, are a huge part of, of why I get to be successful here. And so uh, there's uh, I love those guys, and, 
and uh, I'm glad when they get to take the time to uh, to chat with me. They're both very busy. Michael's still at uh, UIC. He's at his sophomore year at Illinois Chicago, and uh, you know they're going into uh, uh, their conference play here uh, after mm-hmm. finals, and so uh, you know he's gearing up and and ready. Had a nice little supportive role last year, and uh, and he's uh, he's looking to. Uh, He's looking to improve on that role this year. Uh, you know, Oliver's over at Louisiana Tech, and, uh, you know, they've played a pretty tough schedule so far. And, and like I said, uh, those those schools are done with their finals, done with their semester. So, uh, you know, they're getting to uh, uh, get into the to the grind of the conference play, which is very, very difficult at, at that Division One level. And so, uh, you know, Oliver's getting getting a good amount of time. Uh, uh, the coach, uh, coach enjoys him. Coach at UIC enjoys uh, Michael. And so... Uh, very, Hi, very everybody. proud of Welcome those guys. And, and if there, if there, uh, those young men are any reflection of what I'm doing here, then I'm, then I'm, uh, I'm, I'm blessed more than anything because those two guys uh, will work a holiday. Uh, they love the game, and, and, and they were definitely a part of doing it the right way. So I'm proud of them. Definitely. Looking at what happened with the tournament over at Curtis Caldwell, obviously that is a tournament that gives you up and gets you ready, obviously, for your district play. That's going to be starting a little bit later on this month as you're going to take our main course towards the end of this month. How do those tournaments actually get you all set and ready to go into tournaments? What do you tell the guys going into that? Did you treat it any different than in the game with the district or you know, is it business as usual? Well, fortunately for us, we've created a culture here where that's kind of business as usual. Uh, you know, that Curtis Colwell Invitational is a very good tournament with a bunch of very good teams, so uh, each game for each of those three days is going to be against an opponent that's uh, that's really good and is really really coached well. And so I'm proud of the teams that, that come. I'm, I'm proud of our athletic department that, that puts it on over here in, uh, in Garland. And uh, you know they do a good job. Uh, you know you, you don't have too much time to prepare between games uh, for opponents, but uh, you know you're you're already starting to get the scouting mind. You know you might watch a game before you play. You might watch a game after you play, uh, just to kind of see how. Uh, your opponents are going to set up the rest of the weekend, and so um, it's a good time. It's a good time. You know, uh, these boys enjoy playing basketball. And what's better than, than playing, you know, four or five games in, in three days? I, I think that's, uh, um, you know, that's that's fun for them. It's fun for me. Uh, it's the grind of it definitely gets you ready for 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 a district game because you're going to have a quick turnaround uh, later on in the day, and you're going to play another tough team. And so it's just uh, it's, it's it's remarkable. Uh, how our guys are able to adjust, and, and really not our guys, everybody in the tournament that had some success, you know, you, you feel good about it because uh, the, the type of level of opponents, they're going to get you ready for the district run, and, and they're going to bear down, and they're going to defend you, and they're going to they're going to make you work to score, and, and that's what you want to improve at uh, for the district run. When I was looking, and this will be my last question, I'll let you go, is I was looking around over in Rockwall. We were watching that game. It was a very tough game, by the way, up and down the court. Heck, I had a hard time keeping track of who had the ball. That having been said, at the timeout, I was, I was actually looking over to the side and I was watching you. And before you even stepped into the huddle with the guys, you actually met with your junior varsity coach and your freshman coach. So what was that conversation about? Was that something where they trained and beat you information that maybe you didn't have? Or how did that, before you even stepped in and talked to the guys, you had a uh, conversation with your assistant coach as well as Richard McCrone? Well, uh, Sonny, I, like I've told you before, I'm very, very blessed with the staff that I have here. 
uh, at Rowlett. And, and when I call a timeout at any point in time, that's the first thing that I do is I'm going to counsel with those guys because I've hired some gentlemen that know the game and that know our players and that know the opponent. Uh, I'm just so proud of the preparation that all of them do for the game. Uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's not uncommon for me to, to, to counsel with them if I'm missing something or I'll bounce an idea off of them or they'll bounce an idea off of me and we'll, we'll go down the, kind of down the, the list a little bit on things we need to do uh, to, to do differently or to keep doing. And so uh, I enjoy it. Those, those guys know the game. I'm very, very blessed. Uh, I'll bounce an idea off them, like I said, and, and, and see what their feel for is the game. You know, as a, as a coach, I like to think that I'm able to see everything and catch everything, uh, but that's just not the case, especially at this, at this high 6A level when you've got two good teams like we had last Tuesday night. Uh, I'm not going to catch everything. I'm not going to catch everything. Just like an official uh, is not going to catch everything, just like a player on the floor is not going to catch anything. Maybe even a fan in the, is sitting in the stands is not going to catch everything. It's just human nature. And so I rely on those guys to be able to tell me, hey, yeah, oh, yes, you're good. Good idea, Coach. That's, that's what we're looking for. Or, yes, keep doing that. Or, hey, you know what? What about this or what about that? Or, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? Uh, you know, it's, a, it's, and it's, always, it's always things that I, that, I, that I didn't catch. And so I'm, I'm completely relying upon those guys. And I, I couldn't think of three uh, gentlemen that, that, that are more in tune with our program and our success than, than those guys. We are, you know, I'll get to, I get to sit at that very front chair because uh, I'm the head coach. But uh, we're, not, we're not anywhere near as good as, as what we are without uh, Coach McKee, Coach Jackson, and Coach McCone, Coach Huckabee as well. And so, uh, man, I, 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 I'm blessed. You're going to see a whole lot more of me calling timeout and then counseling with them before I go into the guys. I want to make sure I have my thoughts right. And those guys always help me get my thoughts right. Getting the puzzle put together is the problem with the heading into a timeout and trying to figure out what you're going to do. So appreciate your time here on the pregame show. And um, before the good morning, getting ready to run into the Allen in and out Burger Holiday Classic. How are you preparing for that? Yeah, you know what? That's 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 uh, one of the best tournaments in the Metroplex, Sonny, and we we always enjoy going to that because it's going to be great competition. We've had really good success the last couple of years, so we feel that we have to go in there and be prepared. A little tough coming out of Christmas break, we got to get some days off there, and so uh, you know you, you 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 want them to stay sharp, uh, but uh, you, you just want them to be able to compete. So we we start off with a tough team in the first round, and the second round doesn't get any easier either way, so we're really, really looking forward to that. Now, with that game starting at 1 in the afternoon against Highland Park, I guess that's your first round, uh, how does the schedule go after that? If for some reason you lose that one, you play later on that day, is that the only game you're playing on that day? How's that working out as far as the schedule is concerned uh, for day number one? Yeah, if I remember correctly, day one is just one game, and then day two is going to be two games regardless, and so, uh, you know, that's kind of the way the schedule has uh, worked out with uh, with that uh, in and out rotation. Uh, the, the, the 5A and 6A bracket, which is uh, uh, the, there's only one game on uh, on the Tuesday, 
and then the rest of the games are on uh, Wednesday, Thursday. So, um, you know, it's something we've got used to, something that, uh, uh, you know, we'll need, we'll need as much time in the gym as anybody around that time, so it's not going to – wouldn't be bad playing a game and maybe getting back here and doing some things or, or uh, you know, showing up early and, and being able to do some things before we head out. So we're all kind of cognizant of that stuff right around that time after the break. We'll definitely look at that. i got to look at my work schedule, see what we can do as those games are in the afternoon, uh, more so yeah. than the evening. Uh, so we'll check with that, and I'll keep you informed with that and get you all squared. Coach, thanks for joining us for a little bit here on the pregame show and talking about your Wild Land Eagle Varsity basketball. Thank you so much for having me, Tony. I appreciate it. And that, folks, we're going to take a real quick break here on the Couch for Today's Board Show and the pregame show. And when we come back, we'll take a look at some of the team and individual stats going into tonight's contest. We'll be back here on the Couch for Today's Sports Show and your Rally at Eagle. Radio Network. We'll be right back. As we thought it could go over time. And here we are. 7 to 5, 229 left to go in the first quarter. Thanks for all those that went through and listened to that. But unfortunately, with no internet service, we are unable to stop the file from playing. So we are here right now. So here we go. The Colonels with the ball going right to left on your internet radio dial. 221 left to go as Matt has the ball. Back to Trying to figure out where he's going to put the ball over to the right-hand side. Now into Frederick. Back to Maxie. Maxie to the far side to Harris. Harris back up to the top to Maxie. Maxie off. Handling is Frederick. Frederick trying to find those now. He's in the middle. Nice opening underneath the basket to Davis. Davis missed the shot and drew the foul. So he's going to go to the line. He's pointing at himself. He knew he should have made that shot. With 2 one left to go in the first quarter. Your Eagles up 7-5. to five. By going to the line for the Colonels, this Davis. He got two points on the night. First shot up, and it bounces around. Waiting for it. And oh, it goes in. It bounced around about five times before it went in. Davis with three points. Trying to add one more to tie up the game at seven. Shot up. It's good. So tied up at seven with two minutes and one second left to go. Seven to seven. Here come your Eagles and Joel Murray. Joel Murray. Not getting very much as far as any kind of harassment coming from the other side, that being the Colonels and Maxie. Now getting it over to Brayden Bell. Bell back out to Joel Murray at the top on the right-hand side of the seat. Now he wants to go right, gets it to Mentor. He spots the three. Good. Alex Mentor with the three-pointer. He goes the three-point lead in the seven with 131 left to go here in this first quarter. Here come the Colonels, driving the paint. It's going by Alex Mitchell. He's going to come up on the faster, looking to dish it. He does to Joe Murray. He's going to pop the last inch. Oh, boy, over me. He wants to start the third. And I'm going to out on the court. So, Omaniki in for your round, Ed Eagles. Let's take a quick cough break. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. This lets you know the Rally Eagles is being brought to you by Stephen Sons Heating and Air Conditioning. We'd like to thank them for their sponsorship uh, for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Make sure you give them a check out. They've been with us now for three years with the radio broadcast of the Rally Eagles. And, you know, we get, we, if we get the internet service, we can play the commercials. However, that's not the case here tonight. So I'll be talking about our sponsors throughout the night um, and get it on there. Our first game of 2017, we were able to bring five extra games for our sponsors. 
in December as there were some uh, regular games as well as some tournament games. So five extra games outside of our regular schedule. So here comes the Colonels who have the ball after a 12-7 lead with a minute 12 left to go in the first quarter. As the Colonels now with a new set of folks that are in their chambers with the ball. Now kicks it out to the top. Looking over to the left-hand side. Gets to the direction from Coach Harris. Now to the near side to McWilliams check in. Now back up to the top to Chambers. And they're playing some catch out at the perimeter. As the Eagles now trying to put some pressure up on this Colonel team. Waiting for a play to be made. Coach Gifford. Harris in the sudden. Now they take it over to Chambers to the right-hand side. Far away in three-point left. Feeding it down a little bit more to Maxie underneath the basket. Lost off of the hands there. A Davis followed by the Colonels, number 23. No, mark that. That was Davis who made the shot. He's at six as he followed his own missed shot. And it's 12-9. to 20 seconds left to go in the first quarter. MJ Barnes with the ball. Now gets to the belt. Bell was going to drive right, and he slipped a little bit to step back out. Barnes spots for a three. No good rebound. Comes down to Obaniki. Now off to the top. Joe Murray spots a long one. No good rebound. Comes down to Bell. He falls with the tennis blocker by number 23, and that was Shavis. So your Eagles have a 12-9 lead after the first quarter. So your Eagles holding them off there. So let's go a little bit to our sponsors. Most in general contractors, this Wesson and company, folks, when the tornado hit over in Rowlett, that's still up on my mind. As that happened about a year and a week ago, Wesson, uh, Butch Wesson, and Wesson General Contractors was a company they used to depend upon for honest reliability and things getting done right. Folks, so don't have their telephone number, but I'm sure you think Wesson General Contractors. In the Google search, you're going to find my friend Chris Wesson right there at the top. We normally play the commercials, however, no internet service at all. I couldn't even get on with my phone as the building is so thick. I couldn't even get in on mine. But that being said, we'll go the uh, commercials this way. This Wesson and Wesson General Contact. Let's also check out Spirit Outfitters for all your uh, Spirit Outfitters needs. Meaning that you need some personalized stuff. Go ahead with Spirit Outfitters. If you need something made just for you, Get a hold of them, folks. They make me some nice shirts for when I come out and call the games if I remember to bring them. Uh, but normally, that dressed to the nine, thanks to Spirit Outfitters. Make sure you check them out. We appreciate their sponsorship of the Raleigh University football and basketball teams. They've been with us now for three years as well. 12 to 9 in favor of you, Raleigh Eagles, as they've been having a good time here as they've been enjoying this uh, lead, but the Colonel's trying to fight back into it. They play a little perimeter test, McGrew. McGrew, now back up to the Harris. Harris at the top, takes the step back. He's got MJ Barnes there. He's going to fight and switch off as they pick, and now Mentors went ahead and switched off with him. So, passing around to Chambers, now back up to the other side, to the next now back to Chambers. They are trying to get that ball in the middle. The Eagles are preventing that from happening. There was some good solid D 
as the perimeter catch game is not helping the Colonels right now. Three-point lead for the Rowland Eagles. Here comes the Colonels. They tried to feed it. They give it to McGrew. Colonel Rack shot from 15. No good. Rebound's going to come down to the Colonels. Pushing that out with Harris. Now driving the pin on the left is Max. They puts up the shot. No good. Rebound's going to come down to Harris. He follows up again with the shot. Let's see. Is it going to bounce around? This time, Harris McGrew gets it. Now it's all along. Three for Max. He gets the rebound. The Colonels have been getting rebounds. McGrew now gets it over to the other side. Massey, and I was looking for a traveling call, but he drew the foul. They're going to give it to Joel Murray. And I thought he took about three or four steps there. He will still maintain that three-point lead. It's 12-9 with 6.53 left to go in the first quarter. And you're hearing the coverage of your Rowlett Eagles varsity basketball team as your Eagles get the sexy Mustangs from Rowlett High School on Friday night. Don't miss that one. First shot up from the line for the Colonels is good. So Maxi up on the board. He's got one for the night looking for two and trying to cut into the lead and bring it to one. But the shot is good. So, 12-11 is still in favor of the Eagles with 652 left to go here in this first quarter. Here's some your Eagles. Joel Murray. Then comes to the right-hand side. Gets it to Mitchell. Now back up to the top to Mitchell. Mitchell hands it off to Murray. Murray on the far side. Jazz tries to feed Mitchell on the basket. Almost stolen. Mitchell came up with it. Instead, he puts up a 15-footer. No good. Rebound. Got to come down the other way to the Colonels. Here they come. Pushing up Nasty. Nasty to the other side to Harris. Harris now back to Nasty. He's in three-point lane. He's got Mitchell on him. He's going to take it out to the middle. At the timeline, he took it over to Chambers. Chambers. He was going to drive, but Mitchell was right there. He took the step back there, and he's going to reset as we get going here. Handling the ball is Maxie. Now, Maxie out the middle. Now to the near side. Getting it over to McClure. McClure back up there. So the perimeter catch game going on right now for the Colonels. Not working. Long three pointers for Chambers. No good. Rebound comes down to Mitchell. Here he comes down the faster. Just to Murray. Murray goes up. Puts it up off the glass. It's up. Good, Murray. So you're around that eagle. He's got six tonight. Here come the Colonels the other way. 14 to 11. 5.46 left to go in the first quarter. As the long three-pointer goes up by Chambers again. The good rebound comes down the ball. Here comes the Rowland Eagles in the faster. Joel Murray. He's going to stop. Pop. Put up the shot off the backboard. No good. Rebound comes down to A.J. Barnes. He kicks out to the top of Mentor. Mentor on three-point land. Now gets it off to Brady Bell. Behind the back on the dribble. Now he drives the link. Sets up the shot. No good. Rebound's going to come down the other way. McGrew. McGrew gets it up. He's going to get it into the hands of Maxey. Oh, he pushes down to Chambers in the lane. And it's stolen by Alex Mitchell. Here comes the faster. Up to Mitchell. Lays it up off the back. It's good. Alex Mitchell. He's got five out on the evening. 16 to 11. 5-0-3 left to go in the first half of play. The Eagles have that five-point lead. With four minutes and 56 seconds left to go here in this first half. Chambers with the ball, now being down near baseline. Handling now with the other side, Fitzhurst, and turn now to the top. That perimeter catch going by the Colonels, as the Eagles have been really, really stingy on getting that ball and letting them get it in the middle. Around and around they go are the Colonels. Handling it right now is Maxey. Maxey's going to dribble it out to the top of the key. The Eagles are on him. MJ Barnes right there. To the left hand side. Now Harris. Now back to the top. Chambers. Back to that perimeter catch. McGrew. McGrew on the baseline. There's that pop is Maxi on the three pointer. No good rebound. Comes down to your round. Eagles and it's Mitchell. Mitchell going to push the ball up the court here 
on the right-hand side. Now he drives baseline. No, look past the missile. No good goes out of bounds. And a turnover by your round land. He's still 16 to 11 with 4 7 left to go in the first half. The Colonel's going to maintain possession of the ball as they're going right to left on your internet radio dial. Your are lady is going left to right. They're going to take a quick break here. So we're going to go in and let them break here as well. Talk a little bit about our sponsors. Changley Taekwondo. Folks, you want a good deal on your Taekwondo? Teach your kids some discipline. Teach yourself a very, very cultured uh, martial arts. Get over to Shaylee Taekwondo. They'll cross your street from Walmart. Check them out. Next thing, Wealth Advisors and my buddy Rick Lucas. Right there on Main Street and Wildlet Road. Right there with Oslo Insurance in the same building. Make sure you check them out as you are driving around and right over near downtown. As you have your insurance needs, get on over there. Talk to Alan at Oslo Insurance. Or if you need to get your portfolio set for your financial future, make sure you check with Rick Lucas. Over a next month and Also, when you're doing that, if you need some coffee, stop off at Scooters. Make sure you get some Scooters coffee. That Carmelicious is as good as the word sounds. Carmelicious over at Scooters, right there in the Timberlake Shopping Center, right there in the middle. You just drive on through for a nice coffee, and they help you get onto your business real quick. That's Scooters, located at the Timberlake Shopping Center, at Road in the 66. 16 to 11 and 407 left to go in the first quarter. Your first half, your Eagles have that five point lead. And the Colonel's going left to right on your internet radio dial. Eagles have been playing some real strong defense in this game. As the Colonels have been really trying to fight to get that ball in the middle. And Eagles' speed is something I don't think the Colonels expected. Here they go. Long three pointer put up there by McFadden. And McFadden puts them. Real close now, within two, 16 to 14, 3.33 left to go in the first half. Joel Murray feeds it to the right, misses, cross to Murray again. Murray in three-point land, looking to find the open man. MJ Barnes drives the right hand lane, loses it, but gets it. Now kicking it underneath the big bell. Who knows no what happened? And there was Mitchell. Mitchell on the board for your Eagles. Here's come the Colonels the other way on the faster. The Eagles are able to stop it, but right in the middle of the forest, just up the shot. No good. Rebound. They're going to say went off the Colonels, but the Eagles getting the possession off of the rebound. So some substitutions out up on the court. McCrew back in for the Colonel sitting down is Fincher, who's holding his jaw. He might have hit his arm. So 18 to 14 in favor of the Eagles. 256 left to go in the first half. Bell top of the key left. He's going to back down, but kick it off the bar. Now to Mitchell. Mitchell handed off to Mitchell. Mitchell now to Murray. Murray was going to spot the three. He goes left. Drives the lane. Puts up the shot. He's good. Joel Murray having a good game here. He's got eight tonight as the Colonels get the ball back up court real quick. 20 to 14, a six-point lead for your Eagles. Being underneath the middle is blocked in by Mitchell. Rebound comes down to the Eagles. Here comes Joel Murray. Murray with the ball. He's going to drive right. He's going to get the pass along foul, meaning that number 23, Davis, was coming behind him as he was going to drive to the right-hand side. He picked up that tic-tac foul. 
The Eagles got to maintain possession of the ball. Let's go right on your internet radio dial. Eagles up for two minutes and 17 seconds up to go. Six points, 20 to 14. MJ Barnes with the ball. He was the impostor dead by McGrew. He kicks out to the right hand side to Murray. Murray now on the baseline to pass. Amaka has Mitchell. They give him for a travel. He was trying to fight a run. Locked there of Maxi, and he took a little shuffle step and got the traveling side. Two and five left to go in the first half of play. It is 20 to 14. We'll talk a lot more about our sponsors when we go into the our halftime. Now, normally, folks, we are do our normal halftime show. Again, we don't have any internet shows, so we can't do that. All right, pass in the middle. It's stolen by Eli Eagles and Mitchell, and they. Eagles took a timeout. So now, that's a timeout. Yep, timeout on the court. So we'll take a timeout here. 20 to 14 in favor of the Rowland Eagles. A minute and 50 seconds left to go here in this first half of play. Mitchell Law Firm, if you have need for bankruptcies and things of that sort, make sure you come in contact with the Mitchell Law Firm. They will work with you in all kinds of things within your bankruptcy. They work with the state to help to make sure that you are protected in your rights as well as your time, as well as the things that you are allowed to have happen for you within that bankruptcy. But make sure you check out the Mitchell Law Firm. Also, Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. My friend Rodney, I have to tell you right now, is a good guy. Make sure you check out Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors for all the things that happen within your home that need repair. Uh, you think something may be damaged for good, make sure you get a hold of Rodney James from Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors. Left or right on your internet radio dial are your Eagles. Joe Murray handling the ball. Now down across the other way. Getting it over to Mentor. Mentor finds Mitchell. That's off his leg and out of bounds. So turnover for the Eagles. Still maintaining that six-point lead with 20 to 14 right now with a minute and 35 left to go in the first half of play. Handling right now for the Colonels playing that perimeter passing game that has not been too successful here tonight as the Eagles have been able to put a stop to that as the Colonels are looking for the open man as he breaks open in the lane. But the Eagles have been stopping that and preventing that kind of play from happening. So let's see what happens here as the Eagles now defensively try to stop the Colonel. Pass over the head, almost brought down uh, out of bounds to Davis. A long three-pointer by the Colonels. There's a rebound. Comes down to the Allied Eagles and Mitchell. Mitchell's going to push the ball up. Now gets it over to Mitchell. Mitchell's three-point left. Now he's going to throw it down. Going to go to, and he almost lost the footing, but he goes there, drives the right side, puts up the shot. No good. Rebound going to come down to the Colonels. Puts him left there as Colonels. Colonels now. He's going to get the easy. Well, no. Puts up the shot. He's blocked by your round end equal, so it didn't go in. But then the Eagles are the faster. Joe Murray spots the three-pointer. No good. Followed by MJ Barnes. No good. Followed with his own rebound. Puts up the shot from the free throw line. No good. Putting it down is nasty. Nasty's going to push it up for the Eternal. 20 to 14 still with 16 seconds left to go. Turner's going to play for the last shot. But they're going to call a timeout instead. So give me two seconds. I'm going to get a drink of water. We'll come back and talk a little bit about our sponsors here. On the couch, the State of Sports Show, and your Wildland Eagles Radio Network.
Our sponsors are a big reason why you're hearing the coverage of the Rowlett Eagles coming to you live from South Carolina High School. Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp. Make sure you check out Mark Hall over there at the indoor soccer facility over there near downtown. It's behind the police station a little bit. Make sure you check it out. And you want to talk about a guy that knows about you get that newsletter from Wildlife Fit Body Boot Camp. There's lots of advice in there on how you can remain fit and help yourself be healthy. So make sure you check out with Marcel on Wildlife Fit Body Boot Camp. Good guy. Not only that, he is a good friend. I like him. He makes me smile, makes me laugh. So, Colonel, 10 seconds left to go. We're going to play for the last shot. Handling the ball on the other side there is Harris. Harris going to drive to the left and tell Madam, but he's fouled from behind by Minter as he was driving the left-hand side up to the basket. 30.4 seconds left to go. So, the Colonel's got to get the ball inbound and put up the shot. So, they get the ball in, putting up the shot there with Harris. Four point four. That's going to do it for the first half. Taylor screens the three. He ends up with six in the first half. So a half on your round that Eagles have the lead by three. It's 20 to 17 as they go in and take a step in and talk a little bit about what happened during the first half. Rowland Eagles varsity basketball team, Saxon Mustangs, coming to you Friday night live from Rowland High School. It's that rivalry that always happens. And then one week from tonight, another rivalry within the same district, the Lakeview Centennial Patriots. A big-time game that's coming to you live from Lakeview Centennial High School. Get a little tug there because my kids go there as they're in the – uh, they're in the uh, college program over there. However, uh, we need the coverage of the Rowland Eagles from Lakeview Centennial. Also Sunday morning, make sure you check out the College Potato Sports Show for that being said. All 17 weeks was covered here on the College Potato Sports Show of the NFL. Get your insights, your, your predictions, and what we think about what we see in the games. You can watch the NFL channel. You can watch ESPN. You can watch all those so-called experts. But I'm going to tell you, our picks are better than the experts because we do better than them every single year. Make sure you listen to us on the Couch Potato Sports Show and check us out every Sunday morning from 9 to noon. Thank you very much. As we're on the Rowland Eagles side, and we're covering your Rowland Eagles varsity basketball team here at halftime. Our sponsors here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, Brian Chadwick, for your realty needs, folks. Whether you're buying or selling your home, make sure you come in contact with Brian Chadwick. This is a guy that specializes in a lot of places, especially over there in Rockwall State and in Rockwall as well. So if you have any needs, whether you're buying or selling your home or you're just in the market, make sure you come in contact with Brian Chadwick. He will get that done for you as well. Alan Bauer Electric, uh, Garrett, um, Garrett from the football team, I, you know, quarterback for your Rowland Eagles. His dad works with Alan Bauer Electric, and proud sponsor of the Rowland Eagles varsity basketball team and football team. For all your electric needs, if you got wiring, things that need to be done in your home, uh, they specialize in a lot of commercial work as well. So if you have commercial work that needs to be done at a place that needs to get the job done, not handling the current uh, flow of electricity that you need, Make sure you come in contact with Alan Bauer Electric. Good folks over there. Our sponsors that are coming to you, five-star HVAC. Make sure now as we're moving into the wintertime, you need to get a heater update. You need to have someone check it out and make sure it's working. 
it's cold out there. Somebody forgot to wear a jacket, but it's cold. He knows it's cold. Everybody knows it's cold now. So make sure you come in contact with 5 Star HVAC for a hookup there. 24-hour service right there in Rowlett, and he can be uh, gotten a hold of. Again, 5 Star HVAC. Make sure you check with them as far as what has to happen. We're coming to you live from the South Garland High School. How about your Dallas Cowboys? Let's talk a little bit while we're here in the halftime about your Dallas Cowboys. Some other talks about some teams that are in the NFC East, and we're talking about the Washington Redskins. What's going on there at their quarterback position with Kirk Cousins? Lots of talk. Did he live up to expectations with that franchise pass? That's going to be the big question as they go into the offseason and they start negotiating that contract. Me, personally, I, you know, the worst thing that happens, you can throw the franchise tag on a Kirk Cousins because let's just be honest, the guy had 24 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. The ratio is 12. That's not good. Zach Prescott was a better quarterback, and how long has Kirk Cousins been in the league? Long enough to be better than Zach Prescott if he's going to be better. So the monies that are going to have to come out for a Kirk Cousins at the quarterback position for the Washington Redskins, that's a big question that is going to have to be answered by Daniel Schneider of the Washington Redskins. However, your Dallas Cowboys, what can you say about them? Ending up with a 13-3 record, everybody's talking about Tony Romo and the one drive, and how come we haven't seen Tony Romo? Folks, your Dallas Cowboys are 13-3. and Okay, I want you to just take a look back in the record book, okay? I don't know what it says, okay, because I don't have the record book in front of me. But I'm going to tell you that you can go back at least 15 years before you can see a 13-3 and record. You've seen the 12-4 and record a couple of times, but a 13-3 and record. Folks that want Tony Romo to come back, I get it. I understand. You're a lover of Tony Romo. The problem is Tony Romo's not the starter for this basketball team. Is Tony Romo better than Dak Prescott? Of course he's better than Dak Prescott. However, Tony Romo has never led this team to a 13-3 record. You don't replace the man that gave you the record. You don't replace the man that has been the success of this team, along with the chemistry that is already built out up on the uh, football field. So, the Dallas Cowboys, you know, they got a great backup just in case. It's not a drop-off. So just be happy you have Tony Romo as your backup quarterback for your Dallas Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott should get the rookie of the year. Look what this guy has done. He's just ran all over the place and ran for the most yards. Of course, he's going to get rookie of the year, I think. MVP, is that Prescott an MVP? I think he's an MVP. Not because he's doing such a great job. It's because he's doing such a great job for the Dallas Cowboys. You can look at all the stats all you want, but he's led the the Dallas Cowboys to the second-best record in the NFL, right there with the New England Patriots. Now, you want to talk about Tom Brady? I, you know, as much as I would love to say the Dallas Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, this is a tough one. Remember, Tom Brady, not in the first four games, okay? Not in the first four games. So, folks, he's played 12 games so far this season for the New England Patriots. He's the freshest quarterback. He's the freshest player that is a regular out on the football field right now. Four games left, and he's going to take that into the playoffs. Watch out for uh, Tom Terrific. Good, good, good team out there for 
the Patriots. Some changes going on in the NFL. You can also look at the Buffalo Bills. A good football team before Rex Ryan got a hold of them. Rex Ryan destroys the Buffalo Bills as far as their defense is concerned. Changes everything up. And then now all of a sudden, now they're looking for a new head coach over in Buffalo. This is a situation when you get a guy who's supposedly a defensive guru that doesn't have the passion for the game as a head coach or as probably just watching the game. Losses don't bother him, and that's one of the problems with him is him being the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. The Bills need a, uh, a coach that will get mad, and he needs to get on his players more. So the Buffalo Bills and look for that, and they also got a situation at the quarterback position as well. So the Buffalo Bills, they were building and building and building and then Rex Ryan went in and tore him down. So if you're in the mood or in the uh, looking for the services of a head coach that will bring your team down, Rex Ryan's available for you. Over also in the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz, good season, the you know, 0-4 rookie. He got an education of what the NFL's all about. Question is, how will he respond next year? for the Philadelphia Eagles. I was hoping that maybe we would see three teams from the NFC uh, East in the playoffs. That didn't happen. Another team you got to look out for in the NFC as well, you got to look at the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan, what they've done so far this season. So check them out. Good, good team. So the NFC's got uh, some players in it. Do you trust the Seattle Seahawks? Me personally, I don't. We'll see how that ends up happening. We're here at halftime as you're well there. Eagles taking on the South Darwin Colonels with a minute and 30 left to go. I had to talk through halftime, as unfortunately we have no internet service here, so we got to put it together, and Sunday just has to talk. And if we talk sports, I can probably handle an eight-minute, ten-minute halftime. So minute left to go before we're in the third quarter. Again, folks, no internet service. We're doing this a la Sunny. No file. We'll put it together. Well, Ed Eagles come into this game with only two losses on the season, 14-2. and two. Those losses come in tournament as they won the cancellation bracket in the Allen in and out burger, which is the fifth-place position. That's where the, when the team loses during the tournament, they drop down into that bracket. The best they could get is fifth place. That is the consolation bracket. They won the consolation bracket as well in the Curtis Caldwell Center uh, 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 tournament at the beginning of the year as well. So we're getting set here for the half, for the second half here of the Raleigh Eagles taking on the South Garden Colonels from South Garden High School. Sonny Clark on the couch to take the sports show with your continuing coverage of the 2016-2017 Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team. And it's on game set for the second half. Your Eagles up right now, 20 to 17, a three-point lead as of right now. So let's see what the Eagles can do here in the second half. Try to put it together. See if they can get a victory here tonight and go to 15 and 2 on the season as they are 14 and 2. Eagles maintain possession of the ball at halftime. 
Is up three. They get the ball. Murray with the ball to the right inside. Gets it over the bell. Bell beat his guy, but get it off to Murray. Cross the three pointer. No good. Rebound's going to come down the other way. It's McFadden. McFadden is going to push it up. Now handling the ball is Harris. Harris out the far baseline. Was going to take a shot with Maxey. He says he made a nice move and broke to the basket. Put it up off the glass. That's good. That's four points for Maxey here. And a one point lead for the Eagles. And the Colonel's trying to get back into this here early in the third quarter. 20 to 19 in favor of the Eagles. Mitchell with the ball on the right hand side. Five in the three point land. So Murray with the ball. Now to Mitchell. Mitchell was there. Pop the three. He does. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound's going to come down the other way to McFadden. McFadden now. Bringing it up. He gets in the matching. Matching. Now to the right hand side. Was going to drive baseline with Flattick. Instead, he's up the middle. They're going to kick it back out. And then said he turned around, shot there by McFadden. No good. He bam, comes down to the wild end. He goes and plays ball. He lost it and picking it in the foot. The dude now is the passer picked up by Bell. Now Bell coming up on the faster. Bell gives a left. Mentor, three-point land. Up to the top to Murray. Now the other side, swing in. Jay Barnes, three-pointer is gone. MJ Barnes went on the board with three. And you're able to take a 23-19 lead with six. 37 left to go in the third quarter as here comes the Colonels trying to fight back into this. It's down four with 6.29 left to go in the third quarter. The Colonels have been passing the ball around the perimeter this whole game. Instead, now popping it in the middle there is Craddock. No good rebound. Comes down to the round red eagles and breaks out. Now push it up on the faster kick. It says Murray. Murray down the middle. Small score three. In and out. No good rebound. Comes down to the eagles. Ready to go up off there. No good rebound. Going to come down. This time it's going to come down to Craddock. Craddock now pushing it up to the top of the next. to the far side. Put it into Harris. Harris with the three-pointer. No good. Rebound. The and there's going to be a timeout up on the court. So it's missiles. Yep, so there's a timeout on the court. Your Eagles have a two-point lead, 23-21. 5.48 left to go here in the third quarter. Again, let's talk about your sponsors here. Coming to you, Brian Chadwick again, for all you needs. Buying your home? Selling a home? Hey, are you just in the market to take a look? Make sure you come in contact with Brian Chadwick, and he will get you set, especially over in Rockwell, Faith and Raleigh, especially in this area, to find the home that you're looking for. So make sure you come in contact with Brian with a Y, not an I, Chadwick, and he will get you taken care of here. Rowland Eagles have the lead 23-21, five minutes, 48 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Thanks for those that are giving us a listen, and thanks for those that are putting up with the fact that no internet service. We're doing this via the phone, and we're doing the best that we can. No internet service at all here at South Garland High School, so we get to do it via the telephone. Eagles now get the ball coming out at halftime. They're going left, uh, right, mark that, right to left on your internet radio dial. Eagles are in their road burgundy with the letters in white and their jersey. Fighting the food, Joe Murray. It's no good. Rebound's going to come down the other way. Pushing up a Fincher. And Fincher, you know, they got to say, foul from behind. I agree. One of the fans down here said traveling. I was right there with him. And instead, they get the foul from behind by the Wild Red Eagles. And they may take possession of the ball. South Carolina Colonels in their home white with the blue lettering 
left or right on your internet radio dial. Handling the ball on the perimeter, there's Maxi. Maxi now getting it to Smith Planet. It's actually blocked there by Mitchell. Goes out of bounds, and the Colonels maintain possession of the ball. Mitchell yet with another block of a shot, leading the team in block big time. Colonels trying to inbound the ball to get it up to the top. They do. Handling there is Craddock now. Going to push around and look around. As the Colonels have been playing that perimeters game, and the Eagles have just not let them do it. They're just not letting them get in the middle as they fight really hard with the kicks and everything, and they just can't get a set. Out to the top there in McCrew. McCrew. Now it takes a step back. He's got MJ Barnes catching them over to the left hand side. He drives the Left lane, no good, gets his own rebounder, and they lost it, and it's just a free on the board for the Colonels now, and they have tied up this game at 23 with 438 left to go in the third quarter. We just need to maintain it and get the ball in the bucket. Mitchell with the ball, top to feed right side to Murray. Murray now trying to feed the middle, he does. He chooses a Mitchell, puts up a nice little center, he loves it. Rebound comes the other way to Massey. Massey puts him left, feeds it up in the middle. So Fincher on the board for the Colonels, and they've taken a two-point lead, 25-23. So the Eagles now with Joe Murray. Down the pitch to the right-hand side to the baseline. Now back out to the top. Murray's going to go to the left-hand side. Patience is paid off for the Colonels. He's making a move. Oh, man, what a move by Joe Murray. Just in. With a spin move in the middle. Long three-pointer on the other side. Look at rebound. Comes to MJ Barnes. Pushing it up to Mitchell. Mitchell lays it up off the ground. Walks it off the other side. And the Eagles got the ball back and put up the shot. And he was fouled on the way back as the outlet pass was intercepted. And going to the line. Alex Mitchell, he gets a lot of steals for this team. Sold that one on the outlet. Turned around with the shot and drew the foul. Right up to 25, 3.37 left to go in the third quarter. Mitchell at the line. That's up the shot. Yeah. Alex Mitchell with six points here tonight. Looking for number seven. And looking to take a two-point lead, 27 to 25, and see if he can make it. Something so good for 26, 25. Rebound comes down to Harris. Harris almost had a soul by Mentor, who tried to pick his pocket from behind. Now here come the Colonels. Colonels on the move. Trying to get the lead again. Feeding the left hand side, Maxi three pointer. It's good for Maxi. He has got seven tonight after the three pointer. 28 26. Two point lead. Driving the paint is Murray. Let's put the shot in the rim. Rebound comes down to Fincher of the Colonels. Now they're going to push it over to the other side. Maxi drives the left foot. Nine points for Maxi as we hear the crowd getting really loud here at South Garland High School. 30 to 26, a four-point lead for the Colonels. Colonels playing patient basketball, and the Eagles actually came out in the third quarter with the lead by four as they're pressing to try to get the ball in and trying to get the shot. Has not been happening for them. Here in the third quarter, the third quarter, all the Colonels right now, as at the line is Maxi to complete the three-point play. He got 10 points for Maxi, and a lead 31 to 26. 
five-point lead for the Cardinals. So the Eagles going right to left on your internet radio dial. So Murray the ball. He's on the right side of three-point land. And they're going to pull away from the ball. They're going to give that one to who? Brayden Bell. Push off. So the Colonels also get the ball. On the turnover. With that five-point lead with two minutes and 50 seconds left to go in the third quarter. As the Eagles trying to fight the still win this one. But the patience of the Colonels have definitely paid off. So, now get the ball across the timeline. They'll get back to that perimeter, patient game that they know how to play. On the corner on the pick. Skating that out to the other side, through the product. Product back up the shot. Tried to follow it there with Centra. Lost it off the handle, but following the back left. They say it's Yep, that's exactly what it looks like it's Turn over there on the follow after the missed shot that the Eagles got that boat as the shot went in. So the Eagles now down five with 221 left to go in the third quarter. As the South Southern Cardinals are always a tough game for the Brown Eagles. Here they go. Mentor, far side, in three point land. Right, dribbling the ball, trying to go around the pick that he got. Now he drives to the right hand side, looking for the kick. And he comes back off to the other side. Brady Bell spots the three pointer, no good. He comes back to the wild end, Eagles and Bonds, Rob and Murray. Murray does the spin more. Pops the three pointer, no good. Rebound is being fought for all of it. We're just going to open the back on the funnels. Nope, they're going to say it's going to go against the wild end, Eagles for a push off. They're going to give it to MJ Ball. So the Colonel's going to maintain possession of the ball. Left to right on your internet radio dial with the seven point lead, 30 above that, uh, five point lead, 31 26, with 151 left to go in the third quarter. Pushing the ball around, trying to find the open man. Little uh, press coming from the Eagles, not much, but just enough to slow them down. Clock continuing to run in the third quarter with a minute and 35 seconds, driving the right hand side there with Taylor. Picking out to Nasty, puts the three pointer, no good rebound. Comes down to the route, Eddie with a bling belt. Here comes Lewis Warren, checks in for the Eagles with the ball. Kicks it out the bell. Now to the Mitchell. Mitchell was going to smoke the three, drove it, and kicks it out to Mitchell. Uh, with the three-pointer, he's got five. 31-29. Obaniki is checked in for the Rowlett Eagles. Here we go. Punish with the ball. Time to maintain their two-point lead. Driving the right-hand side, Nasty, and he's trying to get the third. Here is the and driving it with Nasty, and he gets the charge, and the Eagles... They put points on the board. I'm not sure why. They put two points on the board for the Colonels. That is good. They a fight for the Colonels. I'm not sure of the score. This is... I'm not sure what happened. 34-29 is what the scoreboard said. And we're going to have to find out if that's right because the shot didn't go in, at least that I saw, but some of these Eagles with the ball. We're going to get a traveling ball. No, a jump. So the possession arrow goes to the Colonels. 
34-29, five-point lead for the Colonels. Coach was at Yellow about, so I'm going to just dig it. Maybe I missed something. Which is possible. 36 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Eagles trying to fight into this one, down five. 34-29. Colonels with the ball playing for him to the set. Now they're going to hold it out to the other side. Here it. Dennis with the ball, waiting on the Eagles to come up on it. Coach says, no, stay back. we got a whole fourth quarter, and he's absolutely right. Let them play the stall game. They can come back and get them later. Coach knows this ahead of time. So now what we're doing here is the Colonel's going to go to the right-hand side. Trotting, trapping the three-point max. He no good rebound. Follow! Comes down with the Eagles and putting up the wrong shots. No good. So that's going to put him into the fourth quarter. They are playing for the last shot. So the Eagles down five to start this fourth quarter. Talk a little bit about some of Let's go over the sponsors of the Royal Red Eagles varsity basketball team. Stephen Sun, Stephen and Air Conditioning, Weston General Contractors, Spirit Outfitters, Chain Lee's Taekwondo, Nesta Wealth Advisors, Scooter Coffee, Mitchell Law Firm, Buffalo Creek Girls and Floors, Royal Red Eagles Fit Body Boot Camp. Alan Bauer Electric, Crossbow Insurance, Ryan Shadwick, Five Star HVAC. And folks, we'd like to thank our sponsors for getting in with us and helping us with the broadcast here. Starting the fourth quarter, Eagles down five. They got to fight to maintain the stay in this one, as this one has been a tough one for the Rowlett Eagles. So now, as they come out of break, Sutton's going to take a drink. We'll be right back. Let's enjoy the crowd. Back on the couch to say the sports show. Cover jumps the Wild Red Eagles varsity basketball team down by five to start the fourth quarter. Mento with the ball. Good drives the paint. Lays it up off the glass. Alex Mento. He's got eight. Here come the Cardinals. Down the court. Really quick. Putting it up off the glass. And it's good there for McFadden. McFadden's got eight. Here come the Eagles with the ball. Mentor with the ball. Three-point land. Fighting around the pitch. Now to left. And Brayden Bell. Three-pointer. No good. Rebound and take Barnes. Work Eagles in. A foul coming from Harris. Excuse me, and I hate to do it, but I got caught. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that, folks. Because we can't even block that. That's how much we got going on here. As no help as far as no internet. All right. So, let's get the ball. And Joe Barnes on the far side. Lost it off of the foot and threw around. It's going to be a jump ball that's going to go through the round. And he goes on the position arrow. No, not the position arrow. that way. They're going to, what are they calling? They're going to give the ball to the Colonels. They must have called a traveling call on the Rowland Eagles. So the Colonels have the lead right now, 36-31. Seven minutes, 15 seconds left to go in tonight's contest. 
Cardinals going to the right. There's Murray off of his leg. Shooting in the middle, picking up the shot there was Davis. No good. He followed with his own shot. Was out of bounds. They're going to say it went off of Mitchell. So the Cardinals maintain possession of the ball. So the Eagles now fighting this one here. Really trying to stay in there. They're down five with 7.02 left to go. Looking for the inbound of the South Carolina Colonels. They kicked it out real far. Max had to hustle to get it before it went out of bounds. At the time one is Maxi waiting for Coach to give him a plug. And he was going to maintain stay back as they're down seven, 36, uh, much that, they're down five, 36-31. And they're going to play a little perimeter stall game. This is not a time for that as we're starting the fourth quarter. Eagles will let them fight it, and then if they make this the shot, they're going to drive to the right side. It's good, Maxi put it in. So 38-31, seven-point lead. Here comes Bell, driving, spin around, off the ball. And they're going to say it's going to go off of Braden Bell. So a turnover for the Rowlett Eagles. The Colonels have that lead right now, seven points. So the Colonels maintain possession of the ball. They're going to put some time on the clock, I think. As they're looking at the scoreboard, they get it down to 621. Seven-point lead for the Colonels on their own home court. One left to right on the internet radio about are the Colonels. They inbound it. It comes to first third press by year-round land eagles. As they're going to make them try to go across that line within the five seconds. They end up breaking it. Here come the Colonels. Sliding their line. Now he's going to take it back out and slow it back down. Seven-point lead with... 6.05 left to go. Mentor. Testing big time on Sinus. He has the ball. Sinus over the other side of Max. Maxi now has Joel Murray on him. He's going to take it out to the top. Spots the three-pointer. having a big time game here with the three-pointer. He has 15. And a 41-31 lead. 10-point lead for the Colonels. That's Murray. Gets to the mentor. Mentor now to MJ Barnes. MJ Barnes, the mentor, who almost lost it. He has got Craddock right up on it. Now gives the bell. Bell, the 10 foot of fadeaway. No good. Rebound coming down the other way. So Davis, Davis now. Uh, hold up on to the ball. Now here's where the star game comes into play for the Colonels. Driving the paint, putting up the shot, laying it up was Maxi. Didn't get it to fall, but he'll go to the line and shoot a goose. As the Colonels have that 10-point lead with 5.13 left to go in tonight's contest as the Eagles have to fight this one off. Sonny went actually to North Garland High School. far as they didn't here, but it wouldn't matter. They didn't have any internet service anyway. Maxie with the first shot is up good. So I had to kind of move across town and get over here to South Garland. I don't know what I was thinking. All right, Maxie with the second shot. Up, oh, no good. Rebound's going to come down to the Rowland Eagles. They are down 11. 41 to 30. Uh, mark that, 42 to 31. Mentor driving to the left-hand side near the baseline. Now back out to the top. He's got quite a right there on. Now they're going to go to the right side. Missile away from the basket. And a 
turn over by the Eagles. Looks like a push-off on the far side of the court. So the Colonels get the 11-point lead and the ball with 4.53 left to go. Here comes the Colonels. Isaac kicking out to Crash. Crash drives baseline. Now he's going to step back out, take it to the top. Handling his nasty, nasty now. Over to the right side. McFadden pops for three. Stay out, no good. Rebound's going to come down to Harris. Harris will up his shot. It's watch out. Now let's see what the whistles are. So the play is down. Okay, that was Harris, but it looks like there's a timeout called by the corner. Again, our sponsor, Shane Lee Taekwondo. You can check him out. I mean, you can get a whole month of Taekwondo instruction as well as the uniform for a real low class. Check out uh, Shane Lee Taekwondo across the street from Walmart. Also, make sure you check out Spirit Outfitters. Spirit Outfitters, they got all your well-read Eagles gear. If you happen to be a Colonel fan, guess what? They got Colonels as well. Anything that you need. It could be personal. It could be something special. They can put it together over at Spirit Outfitters. Make sure you check them out. Good folks over there. Alan Bauer Electric for all your electric needs inside your home or your business. Make sure you get with Alan Bauer Electric. Whether you need new sockets put in or whether you need new plugs put in, make sure you come in contact with Alan Bauer Electric. And also your insurance needs. Crossflow Insurance, where they always have the coffee pot on. But the only question is, is, is it fresh? But for all your insurance needs, whether it's your home, auto, or any other type of insurance, come in contact with Crossflow Insurance. They'll help you out. 430, that's again, 4231 in favor of the criminals who have the ball. They play that stall game. That means the Eagles are going to push it. Oh, wow. Looks like he stepped over the line. Pass intercepted by Brayden Bell. Here come the Eagles with the ball. Joe Murray. Joe Murray spinning around. Has the baseline up off the glass. So good follow. Real rebound. Comes down the other way into the hands of Sydney. And Sydney hands the ball off to Matthew, who will bring the ball up the court. Four minutes left to go in tonight's contest. It's 42, 31, driving away inside. Rebound comes down to the round leg. Eagles and Mitchell. Mitchell shaking up. Oh, look at Bell. Picks up the shot. Draws the foul. Going to the lane. Brady Bell. Now, here's a stat I know. Brady Bell shooting 78% from the free throw line for your round leg Eagles. Stat I just happened to remember as I was looking at him. Pretty good free throw shooting for your round leg Eagles. As he's going to try to put one in. Bounce around, no good. Mighty Jameson said he was good. 42 31, 3.51 left to go in the fourth quarter. Again, Saxy Mustang Friday from Rowlett High School. One week from tonight at Lakeview Centennial. Bell, shot up is good. So it brings it within 10, 42 32. Here's some of the Colonels, inbounding the ball. So it's a press coming by you, Yow Ed Eagles. Colonels trying to slow the ball down and pushing it up. Good move there by Davis to get it over the timeline. Handling the ball is Harris. Harris throws it up off the glass. So good. Rebound comes down the belt. Here's a Mitchell on the faster. Mitchell now going to the right hand side. Spin in the middle. Cut. It's wrong. Alex Mitchell, he's got 10 on the team. Here comes the 
Cornell's mental behind him. Handling the ball goes McFadden. McFadden out to Maxey. Maxey on the far side. Eagles right there. Colonel playing that stall game like the Eagles have done when they've gotten the lead. So they know how to defend this. They know what they got to do in order to break it. They got to stop the shot from going in and get the ball. Puts on the ball. McFadden stops. Back out to the stall. Handling it there's Craddock. Craddock now. McFadden. He's underneath a by Davis is done. Davis is eight tonight, and the Eagles down ten at 34-34. Eagles feed the middle, off the foot, bouncing around. Lots of things coming up with it are the Colonels off the turnovers. Eagles not playing as quick as they normally do here. And that is the big time difference in tonight's ball game as it's down to two twenty four left to go in tonight's contest. He might take the loss here, but here's Eagles with the steal. Mental puts it up on the passer, gets it the ball, turn around on the baseline. It's blocked there by Nancy out of bounds. He was missing position on the ball. So Eagles now still down ten with two four, two eleven left to go. Joel Murray with the ball, out of bounds. A lot of pushing and shoving going out there. Yeah, West letting them play. Mentor with the ball, baseline. Joel Murray spots the ball. It's Joel Murray. Murray with 13 here tonight. And a timeout by Ural Red Eagles as they bring it. The score the 44 to 37. Seven-point lead for the Colonels. Rodney James, Buffalo Street stores and floors. Make sure you check them out. Have you ever had a piece of furniture where you chip off the corner of the furniture and you think, oh, my gosh, that's ugly? Hello, Rodney James, stores and floors. He's able to put things together that you might not think of and make your furniture look like new. That's Rodney James with Buffalo Street stores and floors. Check them out. Mr. Glove Advisors, how about Rick Lucas? He's traveling right now, but we should definitely take care of the Utah State Check out Method Rocker Bison. I'd like to thank our sponsors here tonight, as they have been a good part of the Rowland Eagles Marketing Hall for the football and basketball. This is our fifth season calling Rowland Eagles Marketing Basketball. Our fourth year with head coach Jason Bush. As the Eagles now are going to have to fight in this one. The Eagles are going to try to stay in it here in the fourth quarter. A full timeout taken by the Colonels, 44-37, in favor of the home team. The Eagles obviously in their road burgundy with the white lettering. And the Colonels in their home whites with the blue lettering. And the Colonel's going to maintain possession of the ball with that 203 left to go. They get the ball down the court. Lay it up on a long pass. Lay off the glass there. Spratt is on the board for the first time here tonight as they go back to another rush. As he has got 17 out on the evening at this point. Lead for the Colonels, a foul from behind by Joel Murray. Handling the ball with Davis. That was a long three-pointer 
and a six-point lead for the Cardinals. With a minute and 39 left to go. He is not giving up in this one. So, oh, so it looks like there's uh, some blood coming from somewhere, so they stop the play, make sure no one's bleeding. And going to the line, because they're in the bonus, is Sydney. Puts up the shot, first one's good, on the free throw line, 7.8 for the final. Sydney looking for the second shot to take him up by eight. 38 to 40. It's up, no good. Rebound comes out of that track. It's actually sit off to the top. So, Saul getting in effect. He was going to have to foul. Mustad instead underneath the basket before he passed it. So, a minute and 28 left to go. This one's going to go out of bounds as it wasn't a shooting foul and they weren't in the ball. So, I thought they were in the bonus. Now both teams are in the bonus area, so he's going to the line as McFadden. So, the Colonels played the Pacers game in the first half, got behind, then they took the lead here in the third quarter and have not looked back. Shot no good. Rebound comes down to Braden Bell. Braden Bell's going to bring the ball up the court as Murray is trying to get open. Bell. With the ball top to two. Goes left, turns in the middle. Goes up the shot. Goes blocked. He follows his own shot. Doesn't get the foul. Here come the Colonels. Throw Murray back. But they play a little. Off the backboard is nasty. And here come the Eagles back the other way. It's going by the Colonels. 49 40 with a minute left to go. Al Mitchell now with the ball. Joe Murray, three point land. Trying to drive baseline. Said Bell in the middle. It's stolen by the Colonels. That's the kind of game it's been here tonight. And there's going to be a red zone. They're going to give it a good to Bell. And it's actually out of the line. So the Colonels are celebrating as it looks like they're going to get the victory here tonight, 51-40. Rowlett is going to take the third loss out on the season. This is a tough team for the Rowlett Eagles each and every year, and the Colonels proves it. At the line, Maxey puts up shot good. 22 for Maxey here tonight. 12-point lead for the Colonels. The Rowlett Eagles going to come out on the wrong side of the victory board here Second shot up by Maxey is no good. Rebound's going to come down to Bell. Bell's going to push the ball up. He's going to go out the last 38 seconds. Mitchell with the ball. Drives the pace. Turns around. Then puts up the shot. Joel Murray comes down with the rebound. And there's going to be a foul. And it's going to be away from the ball. So it's non-shooting. Actually went out of bounds. So no foul. All right, inbound the ball. Mensa spots the three-point off the inbound. No good. Rebound comes down the other way. Comes to Maxey. That's going to do it here tonight. As the Colonels got a well-deserved, patient win here tonight, and they were able to get the victory here tonight, 52 to 40. 12-point victory for the Colonels. And the Eagles fall here tonight. 
Take the third loss of the season. But since we don't have our sponsors and our normal setup folks, that's what it's here for us to be here. We're going to go ahead and call it a game here tonight and call it a broadcast. We just took off here at 52 to 40. I'm going to take you live from South Carolina High School. So for everybody involved, I am Sonny Clark, the Florida District of Manchester Radio. We're out of here, everybody. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.